Hello, this is Julia Freeman from the Learning to Live Free podcast, and today I'm going to read um, an article I just wrote on Medium. So um, background is a while ago I started something called a Survivor's Journal project, and I've so far I've only done one entry. <laughs> so I finally got around to a second one. I have a whole list of ideas. I've just been feeling some resistance and writing them for some reason. So here we are. This is journal entry number two. And it is titled, Future Survivors, You Need a Mantra. I'll help you find your affirmation. I admire your resolve, my friend said, after I explained where I'd been for two months. I was now living in a domestic violence shelter and had lost my children to the abuser after a difficult court date. In my mind, my life was a shambles and I didn't know how I would continue on. My head was still spinning at the loss of my place as a homemaker and homeschool mom. Suddenly, single and without children, I didn't know what to do with myself. When my friend shared those words with me, I didn't believe I had the strength to wake up the next day, let alone stay free of my abusive marriage. His words would replay over and over in my mind as I faced all the difficult times ahead. I began to believe in my ability to stay the course. Some days I continued on just so I wouldn't disappoint my friend. I believe we are given the words we need to hear and hold on to, especially when we don't have them within ourselves. Some days we keep moving forward because we don't want to disappoint our friends or loved ones. Other days our strength is abundant and we are able to make good progress on our own. We need a personal mantra or affirmation to be our North Star to return to when we begin to go off track. Today's assignment is to find your mantra. Maybe you already have one. If so, you can write the story of how it became yours. If you don't have one, you can write a prayer or intention that you will be given one. Think back on previous experiences and see if you have been given one already by a friend or family member. And here's a list of tips for finding your mantra. Turn an insult into a positive statement. Did someone call you weak? Change it to, I am strong and capable. List all the qualities about yourself that you are proud of. Are there any power or strength qualities you want to develop further? Use them in a statement and begin to believe in yourself. Think back on the compliments you have been given over your lifetime. There may be something someone has said to you that you can use as a mantra. Ask a friend or family member to help you come up with a meaningful phrase to use. Look for a Bible verse or other spiritual writing to use as your personal compass. My current mantra is based on my faith, and it is, God has a plan for me and my children. Do a Google search for quotes that, become, that can become your mantra. Search suggestions would be strength, love, faith, power, overcomer. I would love to hear the mantra you find for yourself. You are stronger than you think and will be amazed at your progress when you look back in a few months. And then I included a link at the end of the article to the first journal entry I wrote, which was about creating your playlist. <clears throat> okay, so as survivors or victims who are, you know, moving into survivorhood, I think it's very important that you have a mantra. The minute that you begin to change, to set boundaries, 
to try to change your life, you are going to be met with incredible resistance. Here's how it works. So you have made a personal decision to become healthier. And that will affect everyone that you are in contact with. It will affect your spouse or partner, your children, any other family members, your friend group, anyone you work with, anyone in your life. It's just like one of, you know, you throw a rock in the water and the um, ripples and then the ripples are strongest. Of course, they're going to hit those closest to you um, with a stronger effect than those who are out in your outer circle. So when you choose your mantra, that is something that you are going to need to hold on to. You're going to need to use it probably daily, hourly, especially in the beginning, because the minute that you, you set that in motion, the world is going to come up against you to stop you because you're, you know, it's the butterfly effect. What you're doing is going to change the world, change your world and change the world of those closest to you. Lots of people don't like change. Um, I've found that when you begin to change and you, like for me, the abuser is very resistant to change. So I began to change, which hurt him because he can't change. And he saw that I was getting healthier, which makes someone who won't choose health feel worse about themselves. It's a challenge to them, to what they stand for and to their life, because you're changing. What if you're going to try to change them? What if it, I mean, you know, you're not going to try to change them, but this might be what they're thinking, that you're going to come after them for change next, that you're going to demand, well, maybe you won't demand, maybe you're going to be like I was, I just had very subtle changes to my boundaries, which meant he couldn't push me around as much and he couldn't put our children in danger as easily. I never even, I, many of the boundaries I set in motion, I didn't even have to speak aloud, but he could tell things were different and he did not like that one bit. Um, because you know, he was losing control over me. So if you are in an abusive situation, any change you make can make things worse. That's why I think, um, you know, if you call domestic violence hotline, they're going to tell you to have a safety plan because once you're reaching out for help, that means you are changing and the abusive person's going to see that and it's going to threaten them as a lack of control. So it's very important that you start, um, seeking out those resources that you have in your community, seek out online resources, you know, call the domestic violence hotline because you're going to need to get your safety plan in order. I know that's super hard to hear and it's scary as heck, but that's the reality of what we live with in a domestic violence or coercive control relationship. Any health, healthier, you know, any health that we pursue for ourselves, sometimes even physically, uh, lessens their control, which makes them feel out of control, which makes them act even more out of control. 
so I do know of some women who've been able to start to change quietly and try to keep, so, you know, there's the whole thing where you can act like you're the same, but you're working on your exit plan. You've got your mantra in your mind and you're pursuing it. For me, I was kind of in a lucky place because I had already escaped and I was already safe. You know, I was in a building with cameras, um, two security gates, you know, two panel, you know, you had to put in your security code in two different places to get in the building. And then I had a security code for my door Um, and then cameras. And I knew that people that the shelter manager was watching even when she wasn't there, you know, someone was watching over us. So I was able to really, really pursue this change and this growth in a rapid way. Some of you who are still in your situations, you won't be able to, you're okay. I won't say it that way. Your journey will be much slower and that's all right. You should never judge your journey and where you are by anyone else's journey because everyone is different. Every journey is different. And it's not a race. It's not a comparison. Um, Anyone who would put you in a situation where they're trying to compare you or say you're not going fast enough or whatever, I don't think that's healthy. I don't think that's a healthy person to be around. Um, Because even if you're going to counseling, they aren't there to push you. They're there to listen and support and help you see truth. So it should be a loving, gentle process because you've already been through hell and you need to be loved and cared for in, um, you know, a totally different way. This is not one of those situations where someone needs to be in your face and try to wake you up or whatever. That is not what we're talking about here. Um, because you are dealing with trauma, you're probably dealing with some PTSD or CPTSD. Um, and you don't know what's going to hurt you. Someone like I've had situations, I've been in the store and someone comes up behind me and says something to someone who's across the way from me and I jump and that makes me want to cry and run away. And even if it's a woman's voice, but you know, in the situation I can say, you're fine. It's okay. Um, So that's kind of what your mantra is. You know, when these people are showing resistance to your change, you hold on to that mantra. You repeat it to yourself because your change is not wrong. If you're pursuing healthy change, you have the right to do that. You have the right to be better. You have the right to be healthier emotionally, physically, mentally, and no one should ever try to stop you from pursuing that. And if they do, then you know that they are not someone who loves you and they are not your friend. So once you begin to change, you'll realize who really loves you and who has your back. And there might be people in your life that you don't know very well who have been, you know, kind of just acquaintances and you'll find out that they love you and they are on your side and they will become your biggest cheerleaders. So when you choose this mantra and you start moving towards it, you'll find that the world opens up to you. You know, that acquaintance will come forward and you'll make new friends, um, people, your friends and family that fall away because they can't handle your health. 
or your changes towards health will be replaced by others who can, stronger people who are able to really help you move forward. Um, You know, resources will come to you. You'll have what you need when you need it. It might look, sometimes things might be dire. You might feel like you have nothing, like nothing's left, like you lost everything. There's a point where, you know, when I left, I had, I think I took four outfits with me and some makeup and jewelry. And that's about all I owned in the world. I left everything behind. But I was at the point where I knew that's what needed to happen. And it was okay. And I have everything I need now. I always had everything I need. We never even had to skip a meal because we were provided for. When you're moving towards health and right and love, the support's going to be given to you to help you pursue that journey. You know, you're not going to just be left out on the street or kicked out or whatever. I was kicked out of my home basically, but I still had a place to live. I had a place to live that was so much better than where I lived because I had the daily support of these strong women who knew my situation, who knew what women needed to make it through. And they loved me. They loved me through it. It was like I had three moms every day that I could talk to (laughs) that I could ask questions of. And I was a person, you know, I was raised by a narcissistic mother. So I've never really had a mom in my life. And now I had three moms at the shelter. And then I had another woman who counseled me and still counsels me. Um, And, you know, a very close friend who has helped me out in so many ways. And, And, you know, the church and just all these things have come alongside to help me with that that mantra that was put in place by my friend, I admire your resolve. When he said that to me, I didn't know, know that I even had strength within me. (laughs) But once he said that, you know, I began to see the evidence of strength in me. Um, the evidence that God was giving me strength because other people would say things to me. Um, one time my daughter, did something that was difficult. She was determined to learn this thing and she did it on her own for the most part. And, um, a family member, when I was telling our family member about what our daughter, what my daughter had done, you know, she said, well, that's because she's determined like her mama. And I thought, wow, I'm, I'm a determined person. I have determination. What? But, um, when she said that it opened my eyes, yes, I do have determination, Yes, I am strong. Yes, I am an overcomer. And, um, you know, like having that mantra, latching on to those words that were given to me by, by my friend helped me through so much. I began to see everything around me, you know, um, and not only that, but, you know, the world came alongside of me in a way, the world around me my friends, my family, the people at the shelter. Um, and, and like I said, in the, in the piece, I didn't want to let my friend down. It was like, well, if he saw that in me, then it must be true. And I have to keep going. I can't give up. Um, so hopefully you'll be able to go through this exercise or even just think about this now that, you know, I've talked to you, um, and find those words that you need to hold on to, to help you move forward. And, you know, this could be for regular people too. anyone 
I think everyone can benefit from having a mantra. If you're stuck in a place or you want to increase your income or whatever it is you need, you know, you make that affirmation. And once you do, it opens your eyes to that change and you'll begin to see the way through it. You'll find the path or the, it's not really you find the path. The path is shown to you because you've said, this is what I'm seeking. And you're trusting that you will find it. So you will. It's like, it's an unstoppable force. Um, and all you need to do is to repeat that in the tough, in the tough places and keep believing. And I mean, you may have to do some work. Of course, you're going to have to do some work. But when you look back, you'll see that opportunities were given to you. Um, everything you need was given to you to help you make that mantra come true. So I'm super excited to see where this takes you. And when you look back, you know, even a week, a few months, a year from now, I hope you're so amazed by what you've been able to do just by choosing to believe in a healthier way of life and healthy change and in yourself and that you have the right to exist on this earth and live in peace and love and joy and that no one has the right to keep you from freedom, from basic freedom as a person. Um, you're worth it. You know, you should be loved. You should be cared for. You should be able to live in love and peace with your family and your children. And um, I hope that comes true for you. I hope that you're able to move into that place and to really believe in your worth. Um and believe that you are loved. So if you if you choose your mantra, I would love if you could leave me a comment on you can leave it on any medium article. You don't have to find this one. And I would love to interact with you. You can also find me on Facebook. Um, I'm Julia Freeman. My profile picture is a Caucasian woman with dark hair. <laughs> Um, and it's, it's not an actual photograph. So it's like, I don't know, a computer generated image, if that helps you find it. Um, you can find my work at juliafreemanfree.medium.com. And I hope to see you around. Thanks.